It's Your Life is sponsored by James J.C. Cooley. Life is a series of circles and cycles, phases and stages. These are your experiences that teach you the lessons of life. You can either ignore them or embrace them. Welcome to the James Cooley Show. It's your life. James is a motivational speaker, author, military veteran, and founder of the James Cooley Foundation. James is here to equip you to strive for greatness and to overcome adversity. It's time to get equipped today for the challenges of tomorrow. Now, Here's the host of It's Your Life, James Cooley. Hello, welcome to It's Your Life. I'm James Cooley and Noah. I love that intro, man. I love it. I think it's starting to grow on you, my friend. (laughs) No, it grew on me the first day. It's just that doing that first day when you did it. I couldn't hear it. Yeah, I know. We had all those challenges, but we've moved forward. We're back live for another week. It's exciting stuff. Man, it is exciting. Noah, I tell you, uh, for some reason, last week was kind of exhausting for me and Michelle. And, you know, being back in Dallas, and we still had to get our bearings and everything back. Uh, because California loving, California living, California, California. I'm talking about that's wow. It's great. It's fast paced there. And I love it because we live there too. And we live in Dallas. But coming back to Dallas, it gives us an opportunity to slow down. You know, I know so many people in Texas, JC, and that's exactly what they say. It is a slower pace in a good way type of living. I'm going to have to experience that uh, someday on a visit. Not just that, but Noah, uh, when we got back here uh, the other day, you know, I left California. Gas was like four eighty five. Yeah, it's a bit pricey here. When I got back uh, and we picked up our car and, you know, at the airport and we're heading home and stopped to get the gas, it was like two sixty. Hey, man, I thought I was on another planet, man. It might even be worth it for me just to drive to Texas to fill up. That's how pricey it is here. Hey, man, I told you, no one. I mean it. If you ever decide you want to get away for three or four days, you come hang out with me and Michelle, man. Oh, it's and definitely Bella, in and my Bella. mind, man. I will tell you that. So how, how was your weekend, my friend? It was good. It was good. I was able to uh, go to the movies and you know, see the movies back out open again is great. So I went to go see a Marvel movie and then just caught up on some housework, spent some time in the backyard. It was very relaxing. Man, I tell you, sometimes we have to do that, Noah. Sometimes we have to. You have to take care down. of your mind mentally, and sometimes that just means bringing it down. We call it emotion. Your intellect and your will. We have to be able to have equilibrium in all of those facets of Most life. definitely. So that means and requires us to just calm down every now and then. But you know, no, I got my great co-host here, Michelle Cooley. How are you doing, Michelle? I'm doing good. I I miss California and hear what you're saying. California is, is pricey, but... There's something about the air, and it's just such a beautiful place. I love it. Yeah, and two of my favorite things about California are now in Texas, so you guys need to get back here quickly. <laughs> Man, I tell you, we're planning on, I'm planning on being back there in about two and a half weeks because we got to do some great shows in studio. Yeah, so, but let me tell you, my friend, we got this fantastic guest that's on tonight. Her name is Keisha A. Rivers. And you know what? We, we're going to, uh, talk about and we all going to learn about uh, and then the title of the show is learning about the process of transformation and change in our lives and one thing you and i always talk about james is it doesn't matter if you have a degree it doesn't matter if you have such and such accomplishment you can always learn and you can always strive to do better and constantly change into something better i believe that uh and this is what my thought process is uh, a degree is only shows stickability. That <laughs> means that you got the attention where you can, uh, you know, actually sit there or do whatever you have to do. I'm not saying that's not important because I've been in school for 30 something years and I know it's important, but that does not make or break a person. It's all about the change and what you are, uh, You know, I tell you, learning in life as we progress and lives always change. 
uh, a path is never the same from the beginning all the way to uh, uh, the end. So, Keisha's going to talk to us about that. And I can't wait to get the show started. But listen, audience, you want to be part of this great conversation. That's 1-888-344-1170. Again, that's 1-888-344-1170. But, yeah, can you tell our listening audience the purpose of tonight's show? Yes. The purpose of tonight's show is to learn about the background and career of Keisha A. Rivers, how her experience with Hurricane Katrina impacted her life, discuss her role as president of the CARS Group LTD, to learn about the process of transformation and change within our lives, and to discuss her book, Equipped for Change, Doing the Deep Work of Transformation. Wow. You know, <laughs> can, you, can you tell our listener, or can you introduce this great woman, uh, to our listening audience. Yes, Keisha A. Rivers. Keisha A. Rivers survived a harrowing Hurricane Katrina experience to become a successful speaker, change agent, and learning leader. As president of the CARS Group LTD, she facilitates successful outcomes by equipping people to embrace, manage, and lead through change. Leveraging her 15-plus years of experience in the strategic consulting and organizational development space, she creates opportunities for change, growth, and success with clients in a variety of industries. Keisha hosts a podcast entitled Mindset to Mastery, has authored several books, the latest entitled Equipped for Change, Doing the Deep Work of Transformation, and gives back through her 501c3 nonprofit organization, The Cars Institute. Keisha holds a B.A. from University of Pennsylvania and an M.E.D. from University of New Orleans. For more about Keisha, visit her website. The, it Sh- the James Cooley Show July proudly presents Keisha A. Rivers. Keisha, how you doing? Welcome to the show, my friend. How you doing? How you doing? I am fine. Look, y'all, y'all just started with that music. I'm just, I'm ready to jam now. Like we, we got a, we got a party going on here. You setting the right tone. Well, you know, my great producer Noah. I mean, he said, "Hey, JC, you know, we've been doing this now. You know, you've been doing this almost 18 months. Let's kind of change things up." And he surprised me completely with it. And you know what? I love it. I love it. I love it. Keisha, we're gonna get this started. But we, you know, just like I told you. That uh, come the second segment, we're really going to dab off into you. But right now, I need to know, Keisha, can you tell our listening audience where you are from and where you grew up? I am actually from Mount Pleasant, South Carolina, across the bridge from Charleston, South Carolina. When I uh, when I was growing up and you know went to college, I used to tell everybody I was from Charleston because no one knew Mount Pleasant. But now, you know, Mount Pleasant's on the map. I think maybe. There are a little bit too many people that know about my Pleasant because <laughs> of the traffic and, you know, all, all the buildings that are going up. But, uh, yeah, I, I grew up in, in the South. Um, and, no, I have never had an accent. Uh, I always, When I was growing up, I had people asking me where I was from. I think I'm the only person in my family without a Charleston accent. So. <laughs> wow. Okay. I'm going to ask you this. You know, how would you define yourself? I would define myself as a introverted extrovert who loves to wonder at the world. And by that, I mean, I have, I have my time when I love to be quiet, when I love to watch and I love to listen. Um, I think you can learn from everybody. Um, and so I spend a lot of my time observing um, and reading and, you know, I love what you said about, you know, it's not about a degree, but it's about lifelong learning. Um, but I am, I am always inquisitive. I'm always asking questions. I'm always asking why and how and what if and why not and, and just, you know, having opportunities to talk to people and to, to listen to people's stories more so, um, than, than talking. I love listening. So I'm one of those people that, uh, you know, I, I believe I'm, I'm a born educator, but I'm also a born questioner. Wow. You know what? You, you mentioned the most important thing, I believe, uh, in any person's life on making a decision is 
you have to understand the why. If you don't understand the why, if you don't ask questions, if you don't, you got to have an understanding of why you're doing certain things, why you're thinking this way. Why, why, why? You know what, Keisha? We're going to take a station break. <laughs> but we're going to come back and continue our great conversation with Keisha A. Rivers. It's your life. I'm James Cooley. There's more stories of greatness to help you overcome adversity coming up on It's Your Life with James Cooley. Hi, I'm James Cooley, host of the James Cooley Show, It's Your Life. And in the new audio version of my book, Country Boy, City Boy, A Journey That Ain't Over Yet, you can join me as I share my true life story of struggle and success in America. It's both a cautionary tale and a roadmap to achieving the American dream. Get the new audio version of my book, Country Boy, City Boy, A Journey That Ain't Over Yet on Amazon and wherever audio books are sold. The J.C. Cooley Foundation is a nonprofit organization that was started in October of 2014. The J.C. Cooley Foundation continues to strive to expand its programs and offerings to the youth, young adults, and citizens of our great communities nationwide and overseas. We hope that you'll be able to take part in one or more of the many exciting events that we're offering this year and experience firsthand the pride we take in supporting our cause. It's our mission to equip the youth of today for the challenges of tomorrow, and we rely heavily on the generosity of individuals and business owners for support. Without the assistance of community-minded individuals just like you, we wouldn't be able to serve our youth each year. We ask that you make a commitment to support our annual appeal by making a cash donation. This year's goal is $50,000. Your generosity will assist us in making a difference in the lives of the youth in our community. You can give online at CooleyFoundation.org. Remember that every donation makes a difference regardless of size. The J.C. Cooley Foundation thanks you in advance for your contribution. Country Boy, City Boy, A Journey That Ain't Over Yet, The True Life Coming of Age Story by James J.C. Cooley. Using humor, wit, and engaging storytelling, James paints a picture about his arrival in a rural deep south town and realization that life would never be the same. Cooley lays out his struggle to adjust from city life to country life and back again, sharing his hard-earned lessons to educate, encourage, and enlighten our next generation of leaders and heroes. Get your copy of Country Boy, City Boy, A Journey That Ain't Over Yet by James J.C. Cooley available on Amazon and everywhere books are sold. Streaming now on the Answer San Diego app and odyssey.com. It's time to dream big, think big, and be big. It's time for more It's Your Life. Now here's your host, James Cooley. Yes. Welcome back to It's Your Life. I'm James Cooley. And we're talking to Keisha A. Ribbles. And I tell you, this young lady is very extraordinary. I mean, I, I don't know what type of label we can put on her. No, she's an author. She's a speaker. She's uh, she gives back to the community. And that's the most important part, like you and I talk about. Absolutely. And, and not just that, but she's always equipped for change and like to deliver that message to others. But. A lot of times uh, we don't listen. We got to listen because change is inevitable, you know. So I listen to audience. You want to be part of this conversation. That's one eight 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 three four four eleven seven. Again, that's one eight 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 three four four eleven seven. Keisha, can you tell us about your experience with Hurricane Katrina and how that impacted your life? Um, that was, um, you know, I like to talk about the way we go through our lives, our, our life journeys, and we have these pivot moments where you you are standing at a crossroads and you're trying to determine where you go from here. And so um, Hurricane Katrina was definitely a pivot moment for me. Um, I was at home in New Orleans um, and went from sitting in my living room listening to the the news reports of what was going on to, in the storm to in 15 minutes having the water in my house being chest high and having to go up into the attic um, and watching the water rise beneath my feet as I'm trying to figure out whether or not I'm going to drown in my own house because there's no place to go. And so 
being in a situation where you are faced with there's no way out and you naturally start thinking about all the things you did, all the things you didn't do, all the things you wanted to do, all the things you said, I'll do when or I'll do if. Um, and the one thing that kept that kept coming back to my mind as I'm sitting in this attic and I'm watching the water rise beneath my feet and I'm holding on to the rafters above me because, you know, the wind is whipping the roof around and and I'm I'm sitting here and I'm like, is this it? Like, did I do everything I was supposed to do? Did I experience everything I was supposed to experience? Did I make an impact, make a difference? Like, who's going to know that I was here? Um, and, you know, not having any children, don't have anybody, you know, that has my, my eyes or my dimple or my laugh. And, and I'm just sitting here like, did I do what I was supposed to do? Um, and I, and at that moment, I, I made a decision. I said, you know, when I get out of here, not if, but when I get out of here, my life will be a series of not when or I'll do it if, but why not? And so the way I live my life now is not, well, why me? Or, you know, I want to play it safe, but it's like, you know what? Why not? Let's see what's going to happen. And so one thing that I recognize is that when I'm faced with adversity, when I'm faced with a lot of change, when I'm faced with chaos and upheaval, I have this unique ability to get calm in the moment and to figure out where I need to go from there. And not everybody's equipped with that. And so because, you know, my life has been a master class in change. So how better to help other people become equipped, you know, unless sharing the lessons that I've learned and the things that I've learned as a result of all the change that I've been through. Wow. Yeah. Definitely. Um, you know, what we say sometimes when you're teaching someone or you um, kind of educating something, educating on a specific topic, it's good to be qualified, to have experience in your background, to share that. So that definitely. Wow. Keisha, can you tell us about the Cars Group Limited and the resources and services it provides? Well, the CARS group is, um, and, and the acronym K-A-R-S stands for Knowledge Always Reigns Supreme, and it's not about information. Information is static. We can look up anything, Google anything, information at our fingertips. But unless you take that information and you apply it in some way, then you don't have knowledge. And so our goal is to equip people to take the information they have and to apply it to create knowledge, to create change, to create transformation. And so we do, um, there's three main areas. Um, I work with people in, in change when it comes to leadership. I work with people in change when it comes to learning. I work with people in change when it comes to engagement. How do we connect with the people around us? How do we connect with an organization? And so a large part of, of my practice has been evolving um, and revolving around, especially in the past year, 18 months, have been revolving around diversity, equity, inclusion, around creating safe spaces for people to come to work wholly and authentically as themselves, um, for people to understand how to lead from within, you know, where leadership is not just a title, but it's, it's a philosophy, um, how to create these safe spaces where when you're in a global pandemic at home trying to work, and trying to navigate all this other chaos and everything else and the uncertainty that's going on, how are we coming together as a community? How are we better equipping people to be able to feel as if this is something that I can handle because I'm not by myself? Everybody else is going through a similar thing. You know, I always say that we're all in the same storm. We may not necessarily be in the same boat. You know, some are in yachts, some are on cruise ships, some are on rafts, some of them got driftwood. <laughs> but we're in the same storm, and I think that's a, a common ground that we can use to help develop people. You know, it's not, it's not about the product. It's not about the services. It's about the people first. So my company focuses on people first. How do we help create and equip people for change so that we can make the processes and the systems and the organizations better because the people are better? 
Keisha, producer Noah here. Um, I'm a huge writer. I, you know, dabble, I journal, I've written scripts over the years. And something that I want to do with my next challenge is I actually want to write my own book about being a single father. So I'm actually very curious Mm -hmm. uh, about the books, the three published books that you have written. And tell us about why you wanted to become a writer, maybe what message you wanted to get across. You know, it's interesting because I never saw myself as a writer. I just wrote a lot. Um, I, I, there's always all of these thoughts in my head and, you know, I, I call them the brain employees. They're usually having a party, you know, sometimes rave and, you know, throwing block parties in my head and there's way too many things all, all going on at once. So I've always journaled. I've always written about everything. And so my first book that I published, um, was called notes to self. Um, and it's, and it's a series of affirmations and meditations. And really they came about after um, I was posting things on Facebook where these sayings would just come to me and I would just post them and people started following. And so I was posting them for me and other people were reading them. And as I kept doing it, someone asked me, they said, well, are you getting these from a book? And I said, well, no, they're just ones that are coming to me. And they said, well, do you have a book? Because I'd like to pass it along. So I looked up how to self-publish and I literally put the book together in a weekend and self-published it on Amazon. The second book I wrote, Be the Creator of Your Success, Not a Victim of Your Circumstances, that was after I went through, um, I had a, a medical scare and I had ended up having three major surgeries in three and a half weeks, was in the hospital for 14 days, almost died twice, and then it took me nine months to literally get back on my feet and be able to walk and drive and all of that. So that book was published as a result of me sharing my story um, in terms of the things that I did. Um, this last book, Equipped for Change, Doing the Deep Work of Transformation, this one is actually the most personal because it has the journey that I went through in Katrina, and it talks a lot. It's actually the first time I've written extensively about my experience in Katrina. And then the second part of the book is the lessons and how to apply the lessons. So the process that I went through is, and, and you know, I start off in the book by telling people I don't speak. It's not a professional book. It's not a strategy book. It's not designed for you to read this and feel like you're reading a textbook. Um, I write from the heart, and I write as if I'm speaking to someone. And so that process for me is if you read my writing, you should hear my voice in your head. I love that. I couldn't agree more. And it's amazing how throughout the process as well, it's very therapeutic to get all of these experiences down on paper. And so even though people are going to be able to read about what you've gone on through in your life, you're mentally so much more at peace when you can write it down. Oh, yeah. And and that's why this because Katrina was, what, 15 years ago? And I've, this is the first time I've been able to write about it because it took that long. You, you cannot write from a place of brokenness. You have to write and share from a place of healing. And so when you get to a point where you can write about it and you are not paralyzed by it, you know that this is part of your healing process because you're sharing your, your journey with other people. I love that. Wow. Thank you for sharing that. Wow. You mm-hmm. know, uh, Keisha, you mentioned uh, a lot of uh, similarities to what I talk about, what I speak about, uh, my motivation to speak. So I get an opportunity. I'm always talking about change. I'm always talking about what we can do, all of us as a team, to equip our youth and young adults and everybody, equip them with the necessary skill sets and abilities and understanding to be our future leaders and to be our leaders of tomorrow. So we're going to take a station break. But when we come back, teach, I got you. I got you. <laughs> you know, so uh, we're going to take a station break. If you want to be part of the conversation, that's 1-888-344-1170. Again, that's 1-888-344-1170. We'll be back with Keisha shortly. 
There's more stories of greatness to help you overcome adversity. Coming up on It's Your Life with James Cooley. There is much truth in a journey that ain't over yet. As all of us journey through life's precious gifts of time, just like I have. Hi, I'm James Cooley, host of the James Cooley Show, It's Your Life. And in the new audio version of my book, Country Boy, City Boy, A Journey That Ain't Over Yet. You can join me as I share my true life story of struggle and success in America. It's both a cautionary tale and a roadmap to achieving the American dream. This is a must listen to for anyone who thinks they are stuck in life or need to understand that their current situation is not their final destination. Country Boy, City Boy, a journey that ain't over yet. It's the unfiltered truth to provide hope for the future by challenging you to refuse to become a victim of life's circumstance and dare to be an overcomer because a bigger, better, and a more impactful life awaits you. Get the new audio version of my book, Country Boy, City Boy, A Journey That Ain't Over Yet on Amazon and wherever audio books are sold. The J.C. Cooley Foundation continues to strive to expand its programs and offerings to the youth, young adults, and citizens of our great communities nationwide and overseas. It's our mission to equip the youth of today for the challenges of tomorrow. We ask that you make a commitment to support our annual appeal by making a cash donation. Your generosity will assist us in making a difference in the lives of the youth in our community. You can give online at CooleyFoundation.org. The J.C. Cooley Foundation thanks you in advance for your contribution. Country Boy, City Boy, A Journey That Ain't Over Yet, The True Life Coming of Age Story by James J.C. Cooley. Using humor, wit, and engaging storytelling, James paints a picture about his arrival in a rural deep south town and realization that life would never be the same. Cooley lays out his struggle to adjust from city life to country life and back again, sharing his hard-earned lessons to educate, encourage, and enlighten our next generation of leaders and heroes. Get your copy of Country Boy, City Boy, A Journey That Ain't Over Yet by James J.C. Cooley available on Amazon and everywhere books are sold. The Answer, San Diego. Streaming now on Smart Speakers and Odyssey.com. It's time to dream big, think big, and be big. It's time for more It's Your Life. Now, here's your host, James Cooley. Wow. Welcome back to It's Your Life. I'm James Cooley. And you know, I tell you, we got Keisha A. Ripples. And uh, I tell you, uh, I am so excited to have her on the show and for her to be breaking it down and talking about change and and talking about some of the things that she went went through. And, uh, you know, our listening audience, you need to be part of this conversation. You want to be part of this conversation. That's one eight 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 three four four eleven seven. Again, that's one eight 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 three four four eleven seven. Keisha. Now, we're talking about change. Most of us. You know, I'm saying most of us, I mean, we get used to uh, a certain type or situation or circumstance or lifestyle. And we don't want to make change. We want to continue to follow down that same path that we've been on Mm -hmm. for our whole life. And just the thought of making change scares us. Uh, But. You know, I can tell you my first writing, uh, I wrote uh, called My Path, my first published writing. And uh, I was one of those people that was walking down that same road, ton of vision, couldn't see anything past uh, 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 from either side. But Mm -hmm. if you do the same thing over and over again and you expect a different outcome, it ain't going to happen. And so uh, one day I was forced to walk down this road and and then all of a sudden you know you have tunnel vision and i veered off and i stopped stopped thinking about this because i figured if i turn my head to the right if i turn to the left i'm bumping into a wall but i turned my head to the right and i didn't bump into that wall then i went back forward i turned my head to the left change you have to make a change in order to be successful in anything you do or in order to get out of the current situation that you are in. So my question, Keisha, is you talked about being equipped for change. How can you be equipped for something unexpected or unknown? You know, the the interesting thing about that is you can't 
success is, is never on the inside of a comfort zone. You reaching your fullest potential is never on the inside of a comfort zone. It's only by you being challenged and stretching and, and, and looking at things with different eyes and seeing a different perspective and, and trying new things that you start to grow. And so the only way to be equipped for, for the unknown is to be okay with not knowing. And wow. that's the one thing that people are always like, I got to know. Like you can't, you know, I, I have uh, some friends of mine who are, they, they'll tell me they're not spontaneous. I'm the type that rolls up and says, get in the car, are we going? Where are we going? How long are we going to be gone? What do I need to bring? What do I need to dress? I don't know. We'll find out when we get there. Let's go. <laughs> and so for most of us, the number one thing that we can do to be equipped for change is to start being okay with not knowing. You wow. can't control it all anyway. That's just an illusion. You know how you want to say, I, I was a, an elementary school teacher, and I used to have 27 six-year-olds at 7.30 in the morning. Now, when you're the only adult and they lock you in a room with 27 six-year-olds, you learn <laughs> very, very early that the concept of control is a myth. Like, you have no control at all to do whatever they're going to do. So get out of that whole thing of you trying to control stuff because you're not. Wow. Hey, Keisha, so uh, we talk about transformation. Now, my doctoral program that I'm in is transformation leadership. And uh, mm-hmm. most people don't understand what transformation is. Uh, they think it's that stuff that's pressing against them or whatever that is mm-hmm. forcing them to do that. Transformation is from the inside out from the inside out. Can you uh, tell our listening audience a little bit about the process of transformation and change? You know, the interesting thing about the process of transformation is that it always starts with what I call an aha moment. And the aha moment is when you go either, oh, I never saw it that way, or oh, I never thought of it that way, or oh, I can't do it like that anymore. (laughs) But there's always an aha moment where you see something in a way that you haven't before. And and it starts with that mindset shift. The, The only way that you are going to sustain any type of deep, long-term transformation is if you change the way you think. If I don't change my mindset, if I don't change the way I view something, if I don't change the way I analyze things, then nothing is going to transform. I'm going to continue to keep repeating the same patterns over and over again. You know, Einstein said you can't solve a problem with the same mind that created it. So transformation, as you said, comes from the inside out, but that inside out transformation starts in the way you think. It all starts in your mind, all of it. Keisha, what do you say to those who are trying to quote unquote, find themselves? It's not about finding yourself. It's about creating yourself. You, you get to decide who you want to be. Like, I I tell people all the time, you know, I've had people say, well, I'm just trying to find out who I am. Well, who do you want to be? (laughs) Figure out who you want to be and be that. And if you want to change and do something different, do something different. Nobody, there's no blueprint in terms of when you show up, people say, well, this is how you're supposed to be. You get to determine that. And so stop waiting on other people to define you or other circumstances to define you or this is what's expected of me in this role or in this space or because of my family or the generations or people like me, whatever it is, don't let other things define you externally. You can create whatever you want because today is the first day that you've been in this moment at this space. So you can do whatever you want. There's no, there's no blueprint that you're following. You get to make that up as you go along. 
Amen to that. Be yourself, be you, not what you want other people to see you as, because you're never going to truly be happy because you're always striving for approval. You know, that's, mm-hmm. that's, that's what I see it. Keisha, how would you just sum up what it means to be equipped for change? How would you sum that up? I would say being equipped. So when you look at having, um, I'm, I, I like, piddling and doing stuff around the house. So I like working with my hands. I've got an impressive tool collection and I'm always getting more. <laughs> so when you look at a job that you're trying to do, I, I recently renovated my, my laundry room, took out the old stuff, you know, um, filled in the, the holes in the walls, found a new paint, painted the walls, painted the baseboard, decided I was going to put new flooring in. And the one thing that I learned is you have to have the right tools for the job. And if you want to be equipped for change, you have to have the right tools for that job, which means your thinking has to be different. If you are going to be able to weather uncertainty or chaos or shift or not knowing what's going to happen next, you have to have confidence in yourself. You have to be open to being able to learn from other people. You have to be flexible in order to pivot. You have to be able to admit when you're wrong and you don't know what you're doing and have to go back and try things over again. And you have to love yourself enough to trust the process. Because if you don't love yourself enough to trust the process is going to make you better, then you're going to be dragged, kicking and screaming and trying to hold on to stuff that's not serving you anymore because you're ready to grow past it. Wow. You mentioned uh, <laughs> you got to know yourself. One of the uh, the, uh, the speeches that I give is know yourself. Love yourself before you share yourself. I mean, mm-hmm. it, once you know yourself, I mean, you know everything good, bad, and different about you. Are you able to absorb that? Uh, then, regardless of what that might be, you have to be able to love it. I mean, that's you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's you. And then when you share, when you accept, and when you know yourself, love yourself, and you accept everything, when you share yourself, that means every time you talk to somebody, every time you be around somebody, every time you engage with somebody you saying you the total you and uh I, that's that's so important i, I thought i had to do but my, I, I know my great producer got a couple of questions no are, are you there i'm i have a couple of questions jc but i think we got to pay the bills first i think it's time for a break we take a break and no we're gonna come back with with a couple of questions from you but we're gonna take a station break but i want you to call in and have a conversation with this young lady. 1-888-344-1170. Again, that's 1-888-344-1170. We got Keisha A. Rivers here. It's your life. I'm James Coley. There's more stories of greatness to help you overcome adversity. Coming up on It's Your Life with James Cooley. The J.C. Cooley Foundation is a nonprofit organization that was started in October of 2014. The J.C. Cooley Foundation continues to strive to expand its programs and offerings to the youth, young adults, and citizens of our great communities nationwide and overseas. We hope that you'll be able to take part in one or more of the many exciting events that we're offering this year and experience firsthand the pride we take in supporting our cause. It's our mission to equip the youth of today for the challenges of tomorrow, and we rely heavily on the generosity of individuals and business owners for support. Without the assistance of community-minded individuals just like you, we wouldn't be able to serve our youth each year. We ask that you make a commitment to support our annual appeal by making a cash donation. This year's goal is $50,000. Your generosity will assist us in making a difference in the lives of the youth in our community. You can give online at CooleyFoundation.org. Remember that every donation makes a difference regardless of size. The J.C. Cooley Foundation thanks you in advance for your contribution. 
Country Boy, City Boy, A Journey That Ain't Over Yet, The True Life Coming of Age Story by James J.C. Cooley. Using humor, wit, and engaging storytelling, James paints a picture about his arrival in a rural deep south town and realization that life would never be the same. Cooley lays out his struggle to adjust from city life to country life and back again, sharing his hard-earned lessons to educate, encourage, and enlighten our next generation of leaders and heroes. Get your copy of Country Boy, City Boy, A Journey That Ain't Over Yet by James J.C. Cooley, available on Amazon and everywhere books are sold. Streaming now at TheAnswerSanDiego.com and Odyssey.com. It's time to dream big, think big, and be big. It's time for more It's Your Life. Now, here's your host, James Cooley. Welcome back to It's Your Life. I'm James Cooley. And you know what? I can't stop smiling here. And it's Monday. No, I'm supposed to kind of be like, kind of grumpy a little bit and trying to wake up. But yeah, Monday's know, harder usually to smile, but that's uh, <laughs> great show today. Man, Keisha have woke myself up, Michelle up, and our listening audience up. They are just afraid to call and ask questions because uh, they don't want to know the truth. Keisha's going to tell them the truth. She's going to yeah, tell so them the truth. Well, now, we do have a couple of callers, but I'm going to get their information after I ask my questions because i got a couple okay. of burning questions for Keisha. All right. All right. Uh, you got it. Uh, you got it, producer. I do. I do. So, Keisha, what are you most proud of? What hel- What's a healthy sense of pride when you're thinking of something that you're, you're accomplished with in your life that you can pass on? And you would call that your sweet spot. You know, the interesting thing is that what I am actually most proud of is owning my stuff. And and when, you know, right before the break, you know, James was talking about knowing yourself so that you can, you know, loving yourself so you can share yourself. And I'm 5'10 without heels. I'm usually wearing, you know, five foot wedge, you know, five inch wedges. So I'm like 6'2". I walk in a room, you, you, you don't miss me. And for a long time, someone like me was always seen as too much. You know, I was, I was immediately, the spotlight was immediately on me. And for a long time, it took me years before I got comfortable enough in my skin to be okay. Being in a room where people are automatically going to be drawn to me or see me or notice me. And so, what I am most proud of is being comfortable in my skin with owning who I am, my quirks, my insecurities, my, you know, my, my little, you know, habits, you know, the fact that when I go on nature work walks, I smile at flowers, like just little stuff about me that make me me. And I'm okay with that. And I don't care who sees it because I'm not going to act any differently in front of a CEO of a major corporation than I am, you know, a little kid that I meet who's in first grade because I am me. So my proudest thing about me, my proudest moment was when I was able to say, because someone asked me, they said, well, who do you think you are? And I said, I'm Keisha Annette Rivers. Who do you think you are? I mean, that's what it's all about. I mean, you can be successful and you can be this and be that. But at the end of the day, if you're not genuine, it doesn't really matter. Yep, exactly. And And the the second question I have for you is actually on your podcast, because besides radio, Mm -hmm. I do my own podcast off and on on the Mm -hmm. side. I absolutely love the podcasting world. Tell me about Mindset to Mastery, what it's about, who you talk to, and what the theme is of the show. Well, Mindset to Mastery is change your mindset, master your success. And one thing I found in working in the in the realm of change is that it all comes down to thinking. It all comes down to mindset. And so um, it's 30 minutes once a week, and it's tips, it's strategies, it's stories, it's having people on. Um, I like to have people on where I talk about, you know, inside the mind of. Because if you really want to learn from someone, if you really want to get all of those nuggets, you need to know and understand how they think, not just follow what they did, because their actions are a direct result of the way they think. And so you can repeat what somebody did, but if you don't understand the reasoning behind it and the way that they were thinking about it and the way that they shaped the problem and and analyzed the situation and, and understand the reasons why they did what they did, then you're just repeating actions that don't have any meaning. 
And so with Mindset to Mastery, I talked to a variety of different people, um, you know, anyone from CEOs and corporations to teachers to stay-at-home moms to anyone and just talk to them about their mindset when it comes to different things. So some of it has to do with um, a lot of it. Most of it is personal development. Some of it is professional development and career. Um, Some of it is geared towards entrepreneurs, um, people who are um, advocates for change in their communities. So it's a little bit of something for everybody. Um, But if you're going to listen, then you're going to walk away with something that's going to cause you to think differently because that's the main purpose. That's a great way to look look at what the outcome should be for a show, and I'm definitely going to check it out. Wow. You. <laughs> you know, uh, <laughs> I, I'm thrilled that uh, you heard the closing of uh, uh, segment three because that's one of my key speeches, know yourself, love yourself before you share yourself. And the way that you put that, that was the perfect example. But I think we got a caller. Do we have Joshua Goldsmith on the line? We on do. The He's on the line. <laughs> Joshua, how you doing? Oh, how you doing, JC? I'm doing great. Man. I have a question for Keisha. I have a question. Uh, Keisha, um, you know, this is kind of a, a difficult one for me, and I wanted to get your perspective on it. Um, I really, really like what you said by changing. You want to change yourself. You change the way you think. Um, a big, a big uh, hurdle, I think, with this whole because I've done it before. I'm sure a lot of listeners have done it. Uh, you change the way you think. However, the people that you've built your life around or have built their lives around mm-hmm. you, you know, you wake up one morning, you say, you know what, I- I'm going to change the way I think about this situation. Uh, you know, I- I've had this hobby all my life. I'm going to make it a career or whatever the, the-, the change is. And you've got a significant other and you've got a, you've got a father, mm-hmm. or you've got a son or someone in your life that's not ready for you to make that change. And um, it makes it that much more difficult for you to take on that new persona. How do you deal with that sort of situation? Well, the the one thing about it that I will say, and, and I've had this happen, um, you know, I've, I've had my own company for 16 years and up until Maybe three years ago, my mom used to still send me job openings and ask me when I was going to get a real job. So, (laughs) 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 and so part of the thing is one of the things that you have to understand that makes it easier. It doesn't make it completely go away, but what makes it easier, understand that the people in your life see you based on where you fit in their life. So it's not that they don't want you to be better. It's not that they don't want you to pursue your dream. It's not that they don't want you to go out there and try to do whatever you want. Because they want the best for you. They want you to be happy. But their view of you is based on how they see your role in their lives. Keisha, I just have to chime in really quickly. That's profound, and I agree 100%. I love that statement. Thank you. Wow. That was uh, that was great. Yeah, you can't you can't hold it against them if that's how you've all that's what you've always been to them. And keep in mind that when you start changing, you start changing what you're going to be to them. And they're not going to they're not going to necessarily be able to embrace that unless they are reassured that yes, I'm still your son. Yes, I'm still your father. Yes, I'm still your partner. Yes, I will still fill these roles. They may look different, but I will still be this to you. I'm just going to do it in a different way. Wow. You know, Keisha, we're coming down to uh, the last three minutes of the show, but I got a couple of quick questions that we can keep in like 30 seconds or 40 seconds. Okay. Okay, So uh, we, we talked about know yourself, love yourself before you share yourself. Okay. In the battle with all of us, do have you ever had a battle of the syndrome, imposter syndrome, where, well, you know, I want to do this, but I, I, mm-hmm. I, I want to do that. And so people might not know what that means. Can you explain a, a, real quickly? Yeah. Um, imposter syndrome is when you automatically feel like you don't belong. That's just the best way to sum it up. You, you may be on a stage. You may be about to, to rock a speech. You may be about to take on a new project. And in the midst of doing it, you will get this thought in your head that I don't really belong here. I don't really know what I'm doing. You know, they're going to find me out. I'm a fraud, all of that. So 
Imposter syndrome is something that I have suffered from, and it's something that pops up every so often. What I found is that the number one way to combat imposter syndrome is to think about this from a different perspective. Imposter syndrome comes from us not feeling as if we belong somewhere. And usually we don't feel like we belong because either someone has told us before or we've got some limiting belief where we don't feel we measure up. So instead of thinking about the reasons why you don't measure up, think about the reasons why you're perfect for this wow. and why That's you perfect. bring a unique perspective to the table. Keisha, I got a, another question, but I I, I, I don't know if we're going to be able to get to it. So I'm going to ask you this one right now. If we get to the other question, how can I listen or get in touch with you if they want to? <laughs> Um, best way to get in touch with me is you go to my website, um, carsgroup.com, and that's K-A-R-S group.com. Um, that's the easiest way to get to me. There's a link there for you to reach out to me and also a link for you to be able to schedule uh, a virtual coffee with me to be able to, to chat. Um, and then, of course, on my social media, just do a search for Keisha A. Rivers, social media, uh, LinkedIn, Facebook, Twitter, et cetera. Well, Keisha, I'm going to tell you right now, and, uh, you know, I, it's about 15 questions on, that I, we have wrote that I wanted to ask. And we're not going to be able to get to them tonight. I want to invite you back on in about three weeks, if possible. Uh, so, uh, my first of all, my producer won't beat me up. <laughs> because uh, he's looking at because yeah, uh, we have to get it back on so much more to talk about. Uh, it's so much that we're not getting to tonight. So uh, Michelle is going to send you another invite if that's okay with you. Yep, and, that's okay. Uh, but uh, hey, thank you so much for being a guest tonight. Uh, this was absolutely fantastic. Fountain of knowledge. Oh, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Uh, three weeks no. I'd like to thank my great co-host Michelle <laughs> Cooley. You know for always being here and this. Uh, so loving. I'd like to thank my great, great producer, Noah Dingley. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and I, I'll tell you, you, you all might want to, uh, tune into his podcast. It's, uh, Noah, what, what's it, what is it called, Noah? Well, my radio show, which I would like to point people to, is across the county. It's on our sister station, KPRZ yeah. at 10.30 p.m. Go to kprz.com for showtimes. You'll love it. Uh, and the podcast, I tune Called in. Called the Holding Pattern well. Podcast. Holding Pattern Radio Show. Holding Pattern. He's great. But I, I like to thank our listener on for taking time <laughs> nightly. It's just Monday right now. Tune in tomorrow. We're always looking for sponsors to help continue to bring this great message. But we'll be back the same time, same place tomorrow. It's your life. I'm James Cooley. Thanks for joining us for It's Your Life with James Cooley. To learn more about James, how you can support the show or become a guest, visit CooleyFoundation.org. Join James weekdays at this same time for more motivation and inspiration to help you become equipped today for the challenges of tomorrow. This has been the James Cooley Show. It's your life where you learn how to dream big, think big, and be big at everything that you do. It's Your Life is sponsored by James J.C. Cooley.